You know, that's how I always have a deeper hook on a woman. For me, I just try to pay attention to the red flags. Do we have things in common? What are your life goals? I get the vibe that you're not just after me for my looks or for sex, then we can go somewhere. Well, have you guys made a connection off camera? Um. <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to Rap Party. This season, we'll be diving into all the drama from our latest show, Love Locked, brought to you by The Shade Room and Facebook Watch. My name's Jade, and I'm the founder of Sickbird, the production company behind the series. Turning things over to Shayna, our amazing producer, who will be leading this interview with two of our singles, Jamie and Naeem. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Shay Live, and this is the Love Locked podcast. We're back with another episode. The show has been getting real heated, but you guys will be lucky to know that I have a couple of your favorite castmates in the building with me today, Miss Jamie and Mr. Naeem. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello. Young Barack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Barack and Michelle in the house. (laughs) So you guys developed a connection on the show pretty quickly. I'm going to get straight into, you know, the nitty gritty of everything. This episode is about love and lust. So we're going to get into that, but let's get into some of, you know, the juicy stuff that happened on the show. Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so people just saw the episode. Jamie was unfortunately eliminated just mm. via Jay's deal breaker, right. and he was your perfect match. Was that, like, totally out of left field for you guys? I know you guys connected, but could you have seen now looking back that, like, maybe that could have been a connection? No. Not at all. I think it was just more of, like... Jay being tall, I'm being tall, like he's really into fitness and I was an ex-athlete, different things like that for personality wise. And I feel like everything that I spoke about in my matchmaking session, I don't see it because he's young. You know, I very I made it very clear that I was into like older people. Also talkative and ambitious. Jay was so quiet. I couldn't tell you anything that I really learned about him. Okay. What about you? Yeah, Is for, it- for me, I was honestly, I mean... See, you know, the whole time I just was kind of playing it in a sense of like, just, you know, I don't know who these matchmakers have paired us up with. So the moment that they made that clear to me, it was obvious that, you know, despite what happens, there's always there's going to be a little bit of mystique in terms of like who's going home and who's connected to who. So I was kind of a little shocked, but at the same time, I wasn't because at the same time, like they didn't really see like you know, who was really connecting with each other. It takes time to really develop chemistry, right? Even on camera. So for me, I just felt like it was just based on like aesthetics and things like that. So it's the same thing Jamie said, like about Jay being a little taller, the ex-athlete thing and stuff like that. So I'm surprised in a sense, but in a way, based on looking at it from their perspective, I'm not. Okay. Okay. They did say they can't like match chemistry they matched compatibility wise so you know jay didn't work out but you did get eliminated based Mm -hmm. on that what made like when you went into your the next episode that people will see next week were you just complete like do you think that you were really open going into the last episode since you really only vibed with jamie at the end of the day i like i kept i was consistent all throughout right i basically just (laughs) rewind the tape (laughs) rewind the tape so I felt like for me it just despite who I connected with or however that transpired it was like at the end of the day these people have me tied to someone and I don't know who that person could be so you know I just kind of took that that perspective but obviously like she went home and she was the only one that I really vibed with 
So it was just kind of like at that point, like. Okay. I can't wait for people to see you in the last episode because I think you got, you opened up more. Yeah, yeah, I did. I definitely did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got off my square. (laughs) (laughs) But it was obvious throughout the the entire season that you guys vibed from the beginning. But you kind of did have a hiccup pretty early on Mm -hmm. because you didn't reveal that you had children up front. Right. So give the audience just kind of like your perspective as far as like why you held that in. I just, you know, for me, it's like I, I, you know, I just take an approach where it's like I want to be protective of my of my children. And I feel like it's the same thing. Like when you meet someone, I just treat it the same way. It's like you don't just expose everything about your life to somebody like, oh, this is, you know, it's like, you know, I like to maintain a little bit of mystique. I mean, that's something important. But why would I offer such information to somebody like I came in the first day I was screaming homegirl 2021 like. For me, I felt like there wasn't a connection or a vibe with anybody on day one. So it was like, why am I going to just offer up so much of myself to to everybody? And it it may not even be a situation where I even have real chemistry with someone or something like that. So if the conversation came up, of course, I'm going to reveal that, right? Because then at that point, I feel like there's some sort of an investment, you know, the 50-50 program. <laughs> and, uh so I feel like in that sense, I would, but it was like, it wasn't nothing that I was hiding. It's just like, at the end of the day, I'm going to protect my children. And beyond that, it's like, I'm not going to expose everything to everybody on day one. Okay. Well, Jamie, um, you voiced that you did not appreciate him not saying that up front because it was kind of an omission because other people did say that they had mm-hmm. kids up front. But then you went back to vibing. So right. yeah, like walk us through that where you were like, I can't trust him, but then you then you did. Yeah, I I feel like we the conversation or that topic was brought up at least a couple times. And mm-hmm. I feel like if I and obviously everyone's different, your privacy is your priority. Naeem is Naeem. Yes, exactly. But when I feel like I meet people that have kids, like their kids are their lives. So that is one of the intro conversation starters. Like, hey, my name is so-and-so. I do this and this. I have X, Y, Z going on. So I didn't really find that it would be something to withhold for so long so when I did find out I was a little I was definitely thrown and I know that that was like a huge factor as to why we weren't matched because in my matchmaking I had made a comment about you know not dating or being with someone who has kids but yeah like you said when I did find out you know the vibe and energy was still so good I I like really connected with Naeem and I just learn more about him and just see how he is as a man and how he carries himself and yeah that just kind of like took me from like, okay, well, this could be, it's not a a con, you know what I'm saying? It's not a con. It just took me to be like, okay, well, you know, there's lots of other things and other great positive aspects about Naeem that just made me want to continue to get to know him a little bit better. So definitely allowed me to be a little bit more open and drop those like checklist boundaries, I would say. Okay, growth. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. that. I got that. <laughs> well, with that being said, it sounds like you genuinely made a real connection with Naeem. I won't speak for you, though. Can you guys talk on behalf of, like, the connection you made on the show? You know, we definitely vibed with each other, like, through the challenges. I think that first challenge, the cooking challenge, <laughs> it just showed that we wor- we worked well together, like, as far as, like, communicating in the kitchen and everything like that. Like, we kind of, I feel like we mastered that more than the other teams the other couples that were paired together Mm -hmm. so for me I kind of I really liked that and yeah it was just overall it was just a good vibe yeah I feel like we had a really good bond I don't know we were both open personable like funny could take sarcasm different things like that it's kind of hard to find 
and I don't know, just someone random off the street. So I don't know. He made me feel really comfortable to like joke around and play around and have a good time. But very inviting. Yes. It's inviting. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you guys made a connection off camera? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not really. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, no. Like, no, yeah. it's more there of like go. a. The show definitely opened my eyes to a lot, but it's also a huge networking opportunity. You know, Naeem's really big into his business, into content creating and, you know, going after what he believes in. And I I stand by that. I love that. It's a huge motivating force for me. So that's kind of the way that we kind of, I would say, yeah, keep contact. Yeah. We like, let's create some content. But he's been busy. He's been traveling. I've been traveling, You've been working. Doing the same thing. I know. It's we like, really yeah. haven't really we had mirror, time to kinda, sit yeah. down and like... You know, but chop you it up a little bit. But you guys have kept in contact since the elimination. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There is no Very bad energy nice. here. No, not at all. <laughs> Love lot. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into a little bit of the theme at hand for this episode. I want to get into just love versus lust and how you guys kind of maneuver that in your love lives. So what are your dating lives looking like now at the moment? I'll start with Jamie. Oh, why I know. Ladies first. Okay, so in your dating lives now, how do you maneuver through the dating world? Oh, it is extremely difficult. Just being 26, living in Los Angeles and 2021, like it's really difficult to navigate relationships because you have social media that plays a huge factor in a lot. And unfortunately, a lot of people are like, oh, I like to be private, but you can only be private so much. But for me, I have been blessed. So yes, I do put all my eggs in one basket. Okay. <laughs> so that's what's happening right now. So your mm. your eggs are in one basket right now. There's somebody. Yes. yes. Okay. I am dating. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, Naeem? I am a serial dater. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, uh, Lady killer. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's brand. But uh, <laughs> we own brand. You know, I know a lot of people complain about the dating scene, but I, I feel like the way that I strategize things and my outlook just on the way that I approach things, like it's more from a self-awareness, emotionally intelligent standpoint. So mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I negate like all the other issues that most people deal with. I feel like a lot of people complain about the dating scene because they conform to whatever the pattern is that's going. Like in L.A., you know, you got the, the you know, if you in the scene and fame and this and that, I feel like people don't really know how to establish a real connection. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's always been, that's always been like a positive for me. You know, that's how I always have a deeper hook on a woman than like Mm -hmm. most other men is Mm -hmm. because I I could get a little bit deeper than they can, you know? So I feel like for me, you know, a lot of of issues that people say in the dating world, like I really don't personally experience, like I've been fortunate to like actually meet a lot of good women, I would say personally. But currently, yeah, I, I think I got lucky. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. you sound yeah. like it. Well, 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 people are gonna have to wait to see what yeah. your luck looks like because oh, it may see. be somebody from the show. Who knows? Oh no! Keep the mysterious. Keep the mistake. But Keep how do you mistake. guys tell the difference between love and lust when you're dating somebody? Ooh. That's hard now, at least for me. And I seems like he's had great experiences. <laughs> nah, I, 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 I said that because I think it's part of my filtering process off top because I've had met a lot of women who are really just interested in the image of me mm-hmm. and not me. And I think because like in the past when I was younger and more immature, I would come off, you know, leading with those things, right? 
whereas now I'm 30, right? So I come off leading with deep conversation. Like we're gonna get, we're gonna go all in from day one. And I it's my my pro I call it speed date. That's what I say. And that's my approach that I take toward business, anything. Are we doing we X, Y, and Z? We don't are we not doing it? Okay, I'm gonna go over here. So for me, it's all about just saving time. So it's like if you coming off like that and you allowing a person to kind of understand the premise of who you are and you can't establish a connection through that, then you know at the end of the day, like it's really just based on lust or sexual connection. There's not a mental or spiritual connection. So and the more you do it, you gain more experience. So for okay. me, I'm I'm seasoned. <laughs> okay, well, then I have to backtrack a little bit because yeah. you said that you don't expose things right off the top, but now I you're saying you're too. all in from the day. Yeah, that you I mean, start. it's kind of like there and there. Like, you know how well, we're so having you're, a double. You're playing a different role on the show than you no, 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 no. I, I was very myself, but I'm saying in terms of like having deep conversation, right? Like, having deep conversation doesn't mean that I necessarily have to reveal anything about myself. It just means that we're getting beyond the surface. So I can already tell in a sense of just be, by even having that kind of dialogue with someone, that level of communication, that there's a connection there. I don't even have to see the person. We could just be texting, having a text conversation, and I could say, oh, okay, I know that there's a connection there. But you learn that through experience. Like, Gotcha. Yeah. So you don't have to be talking about yourself or them. No, like not you necessarily. Have to be about just your values, someone's ethics, where they stand, what they want from their life, just basic shit. And gotcha. That, so that yeah. like lets you know whether you're going to get be in love or this is just a less type of situation. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. What about you, Jamie? Once again, it is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I have met some clowns, some scammers. I have not had the luck that you have. I feel like a lot of people just put on this facade and it takes a lot to figure out what's real and what's not. And most of the time when you figure out what's real, your heart's already into it and that's just so hard to like recover from. And then you get so tired of that cycle repeating over and over again. So for me, I just try to pay attention to the red flags. And like Naeem said, paying attention to connection rather than the physical. So do we have things in common? What are your life goals? Mm -hmm. Different things like that. If we can have those type of conversations early on and I get the vibe that you're not just after me for my looks or for sex, then yeah, I feel like we're, we can go somewhere and it can go deeper than lust but when it's like oh you know let's hang out late night hours netflix and chill or <laughs> you know what you got going on put me on like all of that stuff for me it's just like you're just trying to get something out of it and this probably won't go anywhere so gotta dig way deeper and it takes a lot to get there at least in my experience oh uh, yeah. yeah speed dating uh, I can't. <laughs> it takes way too much energy. Like I just get, cut to the point. Like, what are yeah. you looking for? Do you want to hook up? Great. Same. All right. Then we can move forward. Right. But when they start like playing games and there's multiple people and like you're not being honest up front, then it gets so messy. It's just to the point where I'm like, I just rather be alone. I hear you on yeah, that. I, just, I, I, I mean, just to count off what you said, I just I do think that there's a lot of perpetrators. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just people not being forthright and being honest oh, about yeah. their intentions off bat. So. I'm all about, I'm going to ask right away, what are your intentions? What do you want? Right. Okay. So that kind of leads into my next question because I was going to say, you know, at whatever point you guys are in your lives, you did decide to be on a dating show. Mm -hmm. So whether you've had great experiences dating, you still mm -hmm. kind of put your, your dating life in the hands of somebody else. What got you guys to that point? And is it something as far as like, it's just too hard to find somebody or what puts you in the point of going on a dating show? 
For me, I'm just very, I'm open to finding mm-hmm. somebody in an unconventional way. So, yes. I mean, I think like, you know, prior to my, like my current status or whatever, but I think beyond that, like even people like dating apps, this and this, this and that, like, and again, it just goes back to knowing how to establish a connection and having that experience. So even in an app setting or even over the internet, I still know how to establish a connection through communication. And that's how I learned how valuable it is. Mm -hmm. Because somebody can send me two or three messages and I can already know off top, like, okay, this might have the potential or I can understand at least the degree of like the depth of the person that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anyway, but to bring it back, yeah, it's just for me, I was just open to like finding a, you know, who knows, you know, you never know how you might meet someone or any girlfriend I've had, any lasting relationship that I've been in, it's like been a weird way that like, you know, an unconventional way that we met each other. Like, like my first girlfriend, I, I seen her like in four different locations. First, it was on college campus. One day I was walking on Hollywood Boulevard and just looked into Denny's and there she was sitting there. And not Denny's. It wow. was just, you Fate. know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. my you know, my daughter's mom, we met in 7-Eleven. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of different ways that you can meet someone. And, and for me, I'm, you know, I'm open to that, you know. Yeah, I'm going to, this is our Aquarius connection. I feel like we're both really open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same with me. I just wanted to get, I've never really been into the dating apps. Mm -hmm. I want to try something different outside of Instagram. So whether that is me talking to two professionals and praying that they can get it together or me meeting somebody through a friend of a friend, like I just want to step away of like the socials because when I see people on socials and the dating app, it's it feels so physical and so surface. Like I'm just looking at what you're saying and like how you portray yourself rather than like, cool. Like how can we connect through a conversation? Kind of like what you're saying. So like first few conversations, I can really tell if we're going to connect. Like, can you hold a conversation? Is it something I'm interested in? I can tell the grammar, like <laughs> different things like that. But yeah, I just really want to try something different. I've never been matched like match through a matchmaker mm-hmm. i feel like i've always been the matchmaker with friends and stuff so <laughs> you know what me i feel like it's i'm also been like it's also been like a blessing in a way to be to come in the era that i came in like i started out dating really young and so the same way as like you meet somebody on instagram and you see their profile like when i first started when you meet a girl at a club or you know before social media existed that makeup she had on that whole image and persona it was that but in real life so i always had this approach where like okay i see how she is now right i see what she's giving me but there's got to be more Mm -hmm. so i want to peel back the layers and learn more about the person so even on instagram if i meet somebody i see them like okay i see that this is what they do right same thing for me i guess because i understand it because i'm also in that in that realm so for me, it's like, okay, I see that, I understand that, but I know that there's more to a person and you know, than just like being whatever it is that that image that you see. So I think that curiosity is what allows me to just kind of like dig deeper too. It's just, you know, being curious and like, I wonder how this, I wonder that. And it just makes me want to dig and learn more. Okay. All right. Well, we did a survey on what is like the hardest thing for people to do when dating nowadays. And a lot of people were saying that it's just the casual dating lifestyle. Casual dating as far as like you can be dating so many people on different apps and et cetera. And like it's never intentional dating. What are you guys' thoughts on intentional dating versus casual dating and the, I guess, success rate of it in your opinion? 
I feel like it all goes back to communication. If we're casually dating, we, we need to talk about that before. I think it's totally fine. It's okay as long as everyone's being safe, protected, and we know what it is and what it's not. But for me and at the point where I am in my life, I'm just over it. And I'd rather date more intentional. So I want to know that me and whoever I'm dating and seeing and going out with and spending so much time with, we have the same goals. Like we maybe put a timeline on it. Like, oh, like when we hit this mark, then we can hit the next level. And like kind of always trying to gradually get to a place instead of staying stagnant. So I don't know. There is definitely a lot of people casually dating. Don't knock it. I say definitely try it and see how you like it. Maybe you might, but eventually you're going to get tired of it. Like you are going to get tired of meeting different people, new people, and not really having that deep connection and bond. And, you know, now it just gets so messy. So honestly, you should just date more intentional to be to be real. Okay. It solves a lot of drama. I feel like you've said you serial date. So yeah. You might like the casual <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, That was a joke. That was a joke. But, uh, okay, tell us what you think. No, to be honest, the, the crazy part about it is I'm more... I'm more into like if when you talk about depth, you talk about substance, you talk about mental connection, you talk about a spiritual connection, a physical connection. Like when you talk about those things, that means uh, it's a level of consistency that you even got to have in order to even achieve and get to that point. So for me, I love the emotional aspect of like being with a woman and being with her. Like I enjoy being affectionate. My love languages are physical yeah. touch, words of affirmations. I'm learning, you know, as I get older, acts of service is slowly creeping in there. But, <laughs> you know, I, I like those things. So for me, it's about more of a, of a deeper tie than mm -hmm. just like, are you here today and going tomorrow? I'm cool on that. Like that kind of shit. Like, okay, you here, you yeah. I mean, if it's in a moment and we having a good time and we having fun, we partying, and it's like, cool, okay, let's do this. And um maybe, but I don't know. At this point, for me to really be texting someone and calling them and FaceTiming them and spending my time, I'm yeah, cool. Money. I'm good on that. Yeah, money, yes. I'm good. I'm cool. <laughs> it's real intentional at that point. I'm <laughs> I cool. can I don't know how people do it. Like if I was a guy, okay, guys and girls, but if I was a guy, for example, and I was casually dating, you know how many girls, like dinners you gotta pay for? Who yeah. got time for that? Mm-mm. But I mean no. at this at the end of the day, a lot of these dudes actually lived and they spend their whole lives working to a, to get to that point because they feel like they could never have a multitude of women or they felt like, you know, they could never have the woman of their dreams unless they acquired this status. And I think that's why I walk different because I feel like, you know, even when I was a struggling football player, I still was able to have the girl that I wanted. I still was able to... So at the end of the day, it's really just a gift that I believe that you really... That some men possess and most don't, you know? Okay. All right. Well, you guys... Definitely agree that intentional dating is the way to go if people yeah, want to be devote intention in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. I mean, it don't even have to be a relationship. Like for me, I'm not all about titles. I think I'm more like an <laughs> oh, understanding. Here we go. Let's get into that. Yeah, That's my philosophy. This, this okay. my philosophy. I think no, I like this conversation. everybody. But for me, it's about uh, understanding is way more valuable to me than a title, right? It's like if I give you the title of, of being a wife, right? But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I just shack you up in a house. I don't treat you good. But hey, I'm his wife. What, do, what, what does that mean? You mm -hmm. know, so to me, is I think an understanding is so much more important. But everybody puts so much emphasis on having these titles. But all the titles do is bring pressure. That's all it does. To you. I was going to say, I think like... I'm if not you guys saying in already... all cases, in all what? situations. But I'm just saying in most... 
cases that that those titles bring like an understanding mean like okay you're not seeing i'm not seeing about it there might not be no title but that's clear that's a clear understanding there's but at that point there's a title because you're pretty much I was gonna, gonna be say, dating do you think exclu- that's the lack of commitment like yeah. to, to put the title on it if you're already doing it i don't know i mean I, I think it could go two ways but at the end of the day a lot of times people put titles in these situations and it just brings added pressure that's unnecessary hmm. okay what do you think about titles now that we're on the subject I think to a certain point that they're they're needed because if we're casually dating and we ever want to take it to the next level, we have to be exclusive. And then eventually I'm going to need you to ask me out. Otherwise, I'm going to keep doing me. You're going to keep doing you and I'm going to find out they're going to find out and it's just going to get so messy and it could really, you know, ruin a relationship. But I feel like for me, I'm all about the titles like. <laughs> I want to have a title of a girlfriend. So and I'll just I wanna... be like, yeah, you're my girlfriend. Cool. Well, <laughs> I mean, if I accept it, like, nah, nah, I'm, jo- I'm joking. To accept and ask someone to be your girlfriend, obviously that would hopefully be followed by a huge line of actions to follow and right. commitment and all of that. Like, obviously don't give anyone the title like that big, like wife or a girlfriend if you're not ready to act on that. Otherwise, you should just stay single. But for me... I want to be a girlfriend and then I want to be a fiance and then I want to be a wife. So however I can get there, we need to make it very clear and distinctive. Like the whole conversation, you're not seeing nobody. I'm not seeing. Okay. Obvious. But if we're going to do that, then we're pretty much dating. We're literally in a relationship. Otherwise, if you go out and step out, I'm going to be upset. So let's just make it clear. There's no blurred lines. And that's a huge thing for me. So you can't say you didn't know. I can't say I didn't know. So Yeah. See, titles, I don't feel like, like for me, I feel like understanding, instantly you got to attach communication to that. Yeah. So those talks are already had. There's been a situations where I've had titles, you know, and there haven't been a real communication. There wasn't any real dialogue to come to this understanding, you know, because this person is living on their own cloud nine or whatever the case may be. But so for me, I, I do feel like an understanding is far more important than, you know, a title. Okay, so do you not do titles? I do, I do. I'm just saying, like, initially, you know, to like, oh, you know, this, this and that. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, if, you know, if you're doing something with your girlfriend or or the person that you with and y'all continuously spending time, y'all cut some agreement that y'all not seeing each other, this and this. is like, of course, y'all obviously in a relationship. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, because too many people, and I see it a lot in women, you're out here doing wifey and girlfriend duties without the title, and it's like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to progress to something else? Or like, are you giving it all the way too soon? Like, I'm not going to cook for you unless I'm your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to give away my girlfriend excitement before we're at that level because it's like, well, then what do we have to look forward to? You know? Okay. So you have levels of like, now we're, okay, we're just dating. These are the things that I would do. And when yeah. I'm your girlfriend, these are things you have things you do as a wife. Like there's different levels. I of mean, I'm sure are. they blur at some point, especially as a girlfriend, but I feel like it would still be different energy. Like if we're exclusive, then we're boyfriend and girlfriend. That's pretty much the same thing. And I'm going to act as such, but I'm more than likely not going to do that if it's not clear that we're, you know, committed to each other and not seeing other people. Good point. Good mm-hmm. point. Okay, well, what was the biggest lesson that you both learned individually while you were on Love Locked as far as your dating life goes? Because, hmm. Jamie, you left and you guys said that you haven't really connected off camera, So, but you do have a boo now. Hmm. So you had to have learned something in between, whether small or large. Yeah. Never trust the writers of reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even say that. No, like, no, no. I'm joking. 
I don't know. I mean, there's Jay, a couple. we love y'all. Sick Bird Productions. Yeah. <laughs> Those are a couple of things. I'll hit on one. Like, for example, just going back and forth with, like, the whole me and Naeem situation and just being in that the original room with the matchmakers and like them throwing questions at me and just answering. So for example, when they were like, Oh, would you date someone with kids? And I was just like, Oh, you know, one, eh, two, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But instead of being so closed off, I feel like it definitely just allowed me to be more open. So not judging someone by their kids or anything like that. Like for example, with Naeem, like, great. I was kind of like shaky. And when I heard, but when I hear him talk about his kids and like how much he loves his kids and spending time, I'm like, wow, like, you could be the father of my kids too. You know what I'm saying? I love the energy that he was giving. Like it was amazing. So whether they have, you know, previous, I won't say kids baggage or stuff like that, it's kind of like how they deal with it and like how they kind of navigate with that is my biggest lesson. So just being a little bit more open instead of like shutting it off. So it kind of goes back to that checklist, like not being so tight gripped to it. Oh, okay. And Naeem, what was your biggest lesson? You know, when I just, when I'm being honest and just really thinking about it, I really think I, there wasn't really. <laughs> like, you don't think you learned you anything even about yourself while you were in a whole You know different... what? I did. In a sense, I did. In a way, I did. I learned that, like, being around the energy of the other castmates, I did feel like, you know, that I'm funny. That was something that I did pick up on. It's you like, didn't think you were funny I, before the, before the I mean, show. I, I mean, I kind of knew it, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of... That's the lesson you learned? Huh? That you're funny. No, because she asked me, was it something that I learned? I'll, I'll get back into the relationship aspect. Uh-huh, but I uh-huh. did... That was one thing that I did enjoy, just being around the castmates. Like, they did make me feel a little bit more open and, and allowed me to, like, let that part of my personality out a little bit. So okay. as people w- continuously watch the show, that's something that they're going to see is that, you know, I kind of became a little bit more open as, like, as the show continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But relationship-wise, I don't know. I feel like for me, I always give equal opportunity. Like, I always, I don't prejudge a person's situation. Like, for me, it's like, it could be somebody who's super successful and it's a girl who's not. Like, I've been in both situations. And for me, I feel like that girl that's not successful, as long as she has the intangibles, I feel like that's good enough for me to work with. I could feed that and make her into that or or, or help her build to be that as long as she has, like, the aspiration to, like, to want to have, you know, as long as she's ambitious, she's working towards something, she's doing it. You know, if the foundation is there, I feel like you can build on those things. So for me, I'm very open, sometimes too open. I feel like that's why, you know, ex-girls have been mad at me and stuff. Like, you don't have no type or, you know, you can't really put a finger on what I might be interested or this and this because I look for so many different things, like, you know, Mm -hmm. in a person, like, just a personality, just, you know, whatever it is I might be physically attracted to is just it's just all across the, the board, you know. OK, this is this is the vibe. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like we're not conventional, like, the tech, no, at all. Yeah, at just all. being open, all. you know, at like, all. yeah, this it's, it's kind of hard to explain because it's I don't know, like typically people are like oh long hair whatever ruby is like i don't care like can you dance like do you like to travel like i don't know for me it's just about it's just about like not being selfish i'm very simple like i don't like a selfish woman that's a big turn off to me Mm -hmm. when i see a woman being selfish and i I mean the really that's kind of like the biggest like character flaw for me but i feel like anything else is like i could i could work with you know there's some depth there but she's intelligent in any form like i feel like these are different qualities that like i can work with because at the end of the day i know that sometimes when you meet someone 
I, I have this premise too. My mom always taught me, mm-hmm. always try to make a place better than you found it. Mm-hmm. And I treat people, I feel like, the same way when I'm emotionally invested in them. When I'm emotionally invested, I feel like I try to find ways to make them better. Like, I don't just play the role of a boyfriend. I'm the personal trainer. <laughs> I'm the spiritual nourisher. Like, you know, I'm the one teaching her about God and the realm that we live in and, you know, all these other little f- philosophical things. So I feel like, you know, that's how, I, that's how I treat a person. I feel like, you know, it makes me feel good too. Like, you know, when I can come into someone's life and make them better, regardless of what happens, I feel like long as I leave with that respect, I'm cool. But is it safe to say, I guess you both broadened your spectrum of who you are open to dating based off the show? Because I think when you all came in, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> Like, I felt like everybody was like, oh, you know, we just like each other as friends. And yeah, and the first day it was very much I was much in the so. pool. I was There's a lot of homegirl. Home <laughs> what up, sis? Yeah. Talking? And I then late. I feel like as time went on, people kind of brought in their spectrum of who they were open to dating. Yes or no? Yeah, I think it was just, you know, a lot of excitement day one. You know, everybody was just kind of sizing each other up. You know how it yeah. is. And uh, I just think it's like time went on and then like in between takes and stuff like that, there was like conversations that was held and I just feel like through the challenges and stuff like that we got to learn more about each other and it just you know was able to form connections in those moments okay well there's only one more week left of season one of love locked and that'll be coming out next week do you guys have anything to say to your love locked fans go ahead Jamie I'll let you Well, thanks for watching. And, you know, if there's anything that you take away from this season and this episode or all the episodes, it's just to be more open and let your guard down a little bit more. And, you know, hopefully that you'll find true love. Yeah, I would just say, yeah, thank everybody for watching and supporting. I do think that this is one of the most genuine and most authentic reality experiences that, you know, that has been broadcast on Mm -hmm. TV or any streaming platform. So appreciate that. There's a lot of gems. I mean, I know there's a lot of gems that I dropped personally. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Sigma code. But yeah, you know, thank y'all for watching and supporting. And, you know, I know America wants to see me find true love. So <laughs> <laughs> we all want to see you, know you all find oh. true love. <laughs> thank you guys for joining me on the podcast. As I said, Naeem will be in the finale of Love Locked. So it's you gonna guys. Get, it's going to get interesting. It, it definitely interesting. is. <laughs> So make sure you watch the finale next week to find out who wins the perfect match of Love Locked. Thank you guys for joining me again. This is Shay Live for Love Locked Podcast by Sigbird Productions. See ya. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us at Sickbird Productions on Instagram to stay up to date with all of our latest projects. And tune in next week for another episode of Rap Party. 